Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and thank you for joining us today for Live Dharma Sunday. Please note that if you have called in to listen to today's broadcast, that all lines have been placed on mute to avoid background interference. If you're listening from any of our Bright Dawn sites, note that it is not necessary to call in. You may have to wait a second or two for the loading and buffering process to complete, but if there is still no audio, please refresh your page. For more information about Bright Dawn and its activities and links to our social media sites, please visit brightdawn.org. Once again, thank you for listening to Live Dharma Sunday and enjoy the talk. Welcome everyone to Live Dharma Sunday for June 28th, 2020. Koyo Kubose here. So very, very glad you joined us. Well, <clears throat> end of June. And I'll tell you what's been going on here at the Bright Dawn Center. Uh, <clears throat> I contracted to uh, install some uh, solar power. Yeah, finally. Finally focused, and um, in fact, it's been several months ago that I signed the contract, and uh, with the virus and all everything, it, it took several months before uh, the company. They're based out of L.A., but they travel around quite a bit, and so they uh, contacted us back and said, okay, we'll, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and so... Um, last Monday, they came, and they've been working here all week to install the solar panels on our roofs and get the electricity hooked up. Uh, and uh, um, they did uh, well. Um, the solar power project down here is we have 31 solar panels. We have 17 on the sanctuary roof, 14 on our house roof, and then uh, they're connected up into our new fuse panel or tripper tripper uh, panel, and it goes through the attic uh, in our at our place. And uh, I don't know all the technical aspects, but the panels are up, the wiring's in, and I think uh, they didn't um, have enough uh, roof space 
to power our, the house electrical needs. So they put some solar panels on the sanctuary roof, but we're not having solar power to the sanctuary. It's all just for the main house, which is the, um, the main uh, electrical bill, especially in the summertime for air conditioning, uh, is, a, is the main house. So in other words, they had to dig a trench uh, for the to connect the solar panels on the sanctuary to the ones in the house and so forth. So that was kind of a big project actually because they had a big old trencher and there's so many rocks and boulders between the sanctuary and the, and our house. Um, and they have to leave it open. The, the line is running through, but you got to get all the, you got to get the county uh, inspectors to make sure, that, you know, the work is approved and everything. And then we had PG&E was involved, of course, to stop the power when they were working on the electrical panel and everything. So all that stuff uh, has been going on this past week. And they discovered um, a small bat in front of our house. That's what we were told. And they put it on a rock nearby, and later on, it, I guess it had flown away. And in that trench that they dug, uh, they found a rattlesnake. So there's all these kind of little uh, uh, news items, <laughs> incidents, excitement involved in this uh, solar project. And um, I was thinking about solar power and it's going to harness the sun's energy it should really reduce our electrical bills particularly in the summer because of the air conditioning and it's a good investment uh, long term wise okay um yeah i was thinking of, well how do you how do how could this solar project be linked to some Dharma teachings. Think about it. How, how, how would you do that? What what could you come up with? What what associations? What okay? Now I could say I'm a solar panel. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. Uh, we take the sun for granted, but of course the sun is so basic to human life, all life on the planet. Without the physical sun, the, the planet Earth would be a cold, lifeless place. Right? And I think the sun uh, is so primal. Uh, ancient civilizations, uh, Egyptian civilizations, all kind of things worship the sun, sun salutation and um, of course, everything was agricultural before, and oh, the sun, photosynthesis, uh, in the early days of the Earth's, planet Earth's creation, what happened with with our solar system, with our, with our Milky Way galaxy, it all has to do with the sun, okay, as a star, as a source of energy. It's just uh, <laughs> so
so, uh, well, uh, I think maybe uh, Native American cultures. You, you, you see, a, you've seen a picture of a Indian on some kind of a mesa, looking out at the sunrise, you know, or sunset. So sunrises and sunsets every day, <laughs> you know. But those are primal things. Uh, I don't know how many times a year maybe we might see a sunset or a sunrise just to see those things. Not like you're driving and then you just happen to see it or something. But when you go out in nature, you know, this is uh, the sunrise and sunset. Hey, eh? the whole ecology thing. I remember in the in the sixties I was I remember the in, the incident very clearly. We were talking about different words. This is in the early sixties. And the word ecology was not a very common word. See? You know. Um now in Dharma teachings, well my name, Koyo. Uh, two, two kanji, two written Chinese characters, the ko and the yo. In the ko means to face, and the yo is the sun. So my name koyo means to face the sun. Face the sun. I mean, if you're ever around sunrise, and then it, when that sunrise happens, whether the sun, the dawn, peaks over a hill or a lake or, uh, bam, that, so many seconds, you got to face that sun. This is, this is nature. Uh, nature's God. Yeah, I saw that on a bumper sticker. Huh? Yeah. And. Just like sunflowers, other flowers too, but they face the sun and they follow the sun. They want to maximize the angle and everything. Huh? That's nature. Of course, the uh, scientists, they have a term for these natural tendencies of living beings, okay, for the roots to go down and seek water. Okay? That's a uh, hydrotropism. Okay? And for a flower to follow the sun, okay? Uh, phototropism, okay? I guess a tropism means a tendency, okay? Uh, to seek the light, to seek the water. And so I made up a word. I said, well, I want to be, I want to live, I want to be Dharma tropic. That's my new word, Dharma tropic. That means that I want to have an, I want, I want to maximize my natural propensity to face toward the Dharma. Hmm? Dharma's all, all over, but great teaching requires great listening, okay? or great seeing. You want to, you know, it's not a matter of, it's a combination of, a, Seeking something to be a good receptor. Huh? 
maybe uh, like radio waves, all invisible, all flying around in the in the air, I guess. And unless you have a ham radio or something that could pick up a signal, okay, you you don't know. You have to have be a good receiver, have a good receiver to receive the signal. So the Dharma could be all around us. It is all around us, but unless we're a good receiver, we miss out. So it's uh, that is the nature of it. And so then I was thinking all these things about what to talk about for today's, you know, comments. And I said, yeah, solar power, face the sun, yeah, sunflowers. I said, yeah, I'm a solar panel. I want to be a solar panel. I want to be you know, phototropic, dharmatropic. And then I was telling myself, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm going to grow sunflowers again. Okay? I've done it in the past, but because of this whole solar project and everything I'm talking about, I said, well, well why don't I do that just as a annual thing? Okay? And we did have that experience where I... I planted some sunflower seeds, and I think they were, I can't remember exactly, but I think they were from uh, uh, a certain source, uh, Stewart, uh, Martha Stewart sunflower seeds. And they were good quality. And those sunflowers, they grew like 20 feet tall. Some of you may remember, we documented this. And the sunflower itself was maybe at least two feet in diameter. You know, it was big and 20 feet high. And then, of course, overnight one time, all of the sunflower heads were gone. Some critter had crawled up, climbed up those 20-foot stalk, cut off, ate off the, the stalk that held up the sunflower and took it home. There was no debris on the ground underneath the sunflower. Okay. They looked there and, they, of course, to get the sunflower seeds. That was a dramatic event. We had a before and after picture. <laughs> so I said, well, hey, I'm going to start growing sunflowers again. Okay. Every year I'm going to try to make it an annual thing and have it uh, stimulate the kinds of teachings that I'm talking about, amplify it, elaborate all the ramifications. Okay, that's what I, then I could utilize this solar power project and make it a spiritual event. That's all I was getting at all this time that I've been blabbering around. Okay, okay. I'm going to introduce our guest to give us a Dharma glimpse today. It's Roger Sayo, and he lives in Georgia. Uh, he's part of our LM5 group. So, Roger Sayo, let's hear from you. About 18 months ago, I recognized my ability to remember things was bothering not only me, but my wife. While I've experienced memory loss due to chemotherapy for cancer in 1995, 
I've worked around this loss for years. I've even been able to function giving legal testimony in hearings. So it was with increasing concern that I recognized I just could not remember things I had done in the previous hour. I scheduled an exam with a neuropsychologist. His evaluation was that I was experiencing memory loss consistent with Alzheimer's. Forward to March of this year, more noticeable memory degradation was occurring. There was another neuropsych exam which simply confirmed what I was experiencing. Yes, there was an increased loss of my short-term memory ability, though reasoning and logic seem minimally impaired. The old saying is, if life gives you lemons, make lemonade. So I've been volunteering for drug trials. The good news is that I qualified for one of these last year. Think about that. The good news is that my memory decline is sufficient to qualify for an Alzheimer's trial. The bad news is that this one was halted just as I was to start. But the trial restarted. I volunteered again for a drug trial. But this time, my memory decline as measured by the new trial group was not great enough to be included. Apparently, I was remembering some of the test answers because I've taken the neuropsych evaluation enough times to have some memory of the test answers. So I was tested for another trial. This new exam had me testing it just over the upper limit of inclusion, but they think I'll be included anyway. It's taken me some time, over a year, to come to terms with even saying that I'm experiencing beginning Alzheimer's. So how is this fodder for a Dharma glimpse? Actually, I'm struggling with this question. This isn't one of those suddenly striking aha moments. It's more of an oh no moment. But it is a reminder to me of Siddhartha's experience at a much younger age than me, the time at age 26, when he came to realize that we are all of the nature to suffer from sickness, old age, and death. But that there is a path somewhere inside each of us that leads to full self-awareness and understanding. No, I'm not there but it has made me much more aware of the many forms of suffering that we can experience in life. And it has made me more aware of the importance of compassion, compassion both for others and for ourselves. On Zen altars, there are often three figures. The central Buddha, representing our bodhi mind or enlightened nature. Then on the right side, Kuan Yin, the Bodhisattva of Compassion, with her thousand eyes to see the suffering of the world and her thousand hands to act to heal or stop that suffering. And on the other side is Manjushri, the Bodhisattva of Wisdom, holding aloft the sword of wisdom to cut through our delusions. They are both part of our path to full, or at least fuller, self-realization and understanding. So for me, the path seems to involve a loss of self that I had not anticipated, 
and I'm not sure I want to experience. But as in all of life, my choices are limited. My best choice seems to simply walk the middle path between the river of fire and the river of water, whatever that may really mean. My Dharma glimpse boils to this, to have the compassion of Kuan Yin for myself, not just for others, and to the best of my ability, exercise the wisdom of Manjusri for so long as I am able. May you be well. Yeah, thank you very, very much. This is uh <clears throat> I guess as we as modern medicine allows us to live longer, well, there's some trade offs isn't there, and uh <clears throat> I know that Roger Sayo is is about the same age as I am okay? uh, and yet there's uh, uh, I was thinking about uh, Flowers for Algernon. I don't know if some of you may remember that. Uh, uh, and it was made into a film. Um, Charlie, I think his name was Charlie, and he was played by, oh, just, <laughs> I can't remember the actor's name, Cliff Robertson. Um, I can't remember for sure, but Flowers for Algernon was a story about a person who it, uh, a fictional story about a person who uh, had uh, was mentally challenged and uh, as an, he was an adult young adult and through some kind of a medical thing drug or experimental thing he got all his mental facilities back. And uh, and as the movie went on, uh, it became apparent that this drug or this treatment would soon dissipate and he would go back to being mentally challenged. And it was a very poignant story because you see, before he got this treatment, he was he he was who he was. Charlie was, uh, you know, maybe he had uh, autism of some sort, but he didn't know he had it. He was who he was. But then, because of that treatment, and he restored his cognitive abilities. He says, "Oh, before I was this." Now I'm this. Hey, what? I'm going to return back to my former state, autistic state. So he, he knows what's in store for him. And that was the crux of this movie. Okay. And then the last scene was when he did go back and, and he was being pushed on a swing and he was smiling away. And he had returned to his cognitive decline initial state. 
And so I was reminded of this. Uh, and all of us, and to some extent, should be able to identify with Roger Sales' Dharma glimpse. Okay? Um, in our own unique way, because of age-related, it may not reach the, reach the clinical stage of Alzheimer's or some uh, definite clinical state, but age-related, memory loss, retrograde amnesia, and all the, you know, where you lose memory for recent things. So you can't remember what you did five minutes ago. But for some reason, as I understand it, long-term memory uh, remains more intact. So you can remember things that happened a long time ago, but you can't have, but you, you lost recent memory. So you can't remember, you know, what you did earlier in the in that same day. It's gone. I mean, it's just the brain is, that's the way the brain is wired when things happen like this. Gee. And just like flowers for Algernon or Charlie say, you know that this is what is in store for you. You're going to gradually, you know, that is an oh, oh no moment. You know, not an aha moment. I thought that was a very good phraseology there. Huh? And uh, learning wisdom and compassion, really heartfelt okay? in all kinds of ways, I think. huh? It is, it is. That's all for today's broadcast. Till next time. Keep going, and you have a beautiful day. Thank you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.